Well, hello, and thank you for tuning in to Truth Set Free TV. I'm Vincent Rose, your host, and as you can see, I'm here on the live stream. Uh, just um, getting ready to get started. And um, just checking out some things here uh, tonight. Wanted to talk to you guys about uh, the current situation with uh, the vaccines that are coming up and want to share this with you uh, something that I was noticing about the vaccines and um, the uh, potential for it to change our DNA and change who we are and so that's what I really want to talk about tonight and hopefully everyone is uh, coming aboard uh, hello to everyone that is coming aboard and um, good evening Let's see. YouTube is not receiving enough video to make it smooth. Okay. That's what they're telling me. So let me see if I can do something about this light here. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. So let's get started. I uh, want to share with you uh, this evening about the uh, vaccine. Uh, uh, a interesting video that I checked out today was uh, a woman was talking about, you know, the rejection of the naturopathic medicine in preference to the, um, the new kind of technology. And kind of it, it, it caught my attention because I was looking at a video, uh, actually looking at a uh, post that I actually posted yesterday, and I saw it on uh, Facebook and I reposted it. And it asked the question, who do you trust? Do you trust God or do you trust man? And uh, this is something for us to really begin to ask, you know, uh, ourselves this question. Because, again, there is an overwhelming number of people that uh, I have discovered that are going to be taking the vaccine. And uh, it's just amazing uh, that what we're uh, looking at, that all of the people with masks, they're saying that uh, statistically 72% of the people will be taking the vaccine. And uh, that's just a shocker when you think about it. 72% uh, of the people actually taking the vaccine uh, is actually unheard of. So uh, I want to to even check this out, but before I do, I want to uh, say hello to everybody that's uh, in the um, chat. Hello to everyone. Uh, let's see, Wayne Feather. Hello, Bill Wall. Hello, and uh, also Virginia Dare. Hello, C W C M W. Hello, and then also Angela Caraway. Hello. And certainly uh, uh, Eric Dunaway and Leroy Butler and uh, the Lord Reigns and then Blink, um, Blink of an Eye. Yeah, well, I, I praise the Lord for that. Hopefully that the Lord Jesus does come and receive us in the blink of an eye. And uh, just hello to everyone that is in the chat. And also uh, thank you all to uh, my supporters on uh, Patreon and PayPal. So uh, hello and God bless you, each and every one of you. Want to just kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to be here long, but uh, have been looking at some things, some statistics. 
And I was really shocked that uh, a number of people that actually will receive this, um, they will receive this vaccine. And I don't know whether it's because they don't know what the vaccine is going to do, or maybe it's a possibility that uh, the vaccine um, is a rejection of God. Could the vaccine actually be the great falling away? And that's something uh, to kind of even think about and, uh, you know, consider. I want you to check this out, though. It says here that uh, most Americans, boy, that light is really bright. Let me turn that down a little bit there. Okay, there it is. Most Americans expect a COVID-19 vaccine within a year. And 72% say they would get vaccinated. Now, that was out of a poll. And I think this one here was done of a poll around, um, oh, let's see, they, uh, let me see, they may have had a thousand participants here uh, in this poll, but uh, they did a poll supposedly in April to, um, uh, to um, May 5th of the Pew Research. And um, so uh, now this is very interesting about this whole thing. It's saying that here that there are more uh, people in the uh, black community that uh, probably would not take the vaccine. That's uh, than any other group. So I think something like 40% of the black community would not take the vaccine. Uh, now in the white community, there was something like uh, over 70%. And so uh, I was looking at those numbers. Let me see if I can break those down here and check those out. But again, you have uh, more in the, let me see here, uh, the risks outweigh the benefits and the benefits outweigh the risk. 59% of Americans, let's see, uh, and it says here, of white Americans, major success benefits and experimental drugs. It was says here 36% uh, uh, let me see, say that the risks outweigh the benefits and uh, the benefits outweigh the risk. So the benefits in the white community say the benefits outweigh the risk uh, and that's 63% that say that and then uh, in the black community, uh, 41% say that the benefits outweigh the risk. I think 57% say it's very risky. So uh, Hispanics would be 46% and 53% of Hispanics more so favor the vaccine. And so uh, when, when it comes down to older generations and younger generations, the millennial and younger uh, say that 51% of the younger say that uh, it does outweigh the uh, the benefits of a vaccine would outweigh the risk. So they're willing to risk, um, you know, uh, what getting vaccinated, and they're willing to really risk that, um, um, you know, that, that the benefits would actually outweigh the risk of uh, getting the, the corona. Uh, vaccine because they believe in the vaccine, which kind of leads me to a uh, thought that uh, this woman uh, on another video kind of came up with. And I want you to listen to what she has to say because uh, she talks about, let me see here, it dropped 10%. Let's see, are you still there? Let me just check out and see if everyone is still there. 
Okay, all right, there you go. Okay, so we're gonna go back and I want you to check this video out here of this woman here because uh, she had this to say about uh, people's faith in um, more so in science than the faith in, um, in their natural ability to heal and God's natural ability to get you well. Let's just check this out for a minute here. The inventors of vaccines have chosen a belief system whereby uh, infants are all born with inadequate immune systems and that the only way they can be saved from hepatitis B, rotavirus, etc., the infant vaccines, that the only way they can be saved from these diseases is getting vaccines into them as quickly as possible in multiple injections. So why do we need multiple injections? Okay, so anyway, she's gonna uh, also move ahead and then she makes another statement that's pretty shocking because when you think about it, you know, uh, these people who are doctors, scientists, and all of that, they have worked their way into our psychology uh, to make us believe that we're not fit for this world unless they actually do something for us or that doctors actually perform some sort of uh, a technique of magic on us that will keep us alive. And uh, she talks about, um, actually, uh, one of the things that she talks about, she says that uh, there, you can get well without allopathic medicines. She says uh, we depend so much upon uh, the drug industry to make us feel better that sometimes we over-medicate, we overreact to our own illnesses and uh, rather than give our bodies a chance to heal itself and trust our own immune system, she says we have a tendency to overreact. Let me see if I can even find that. Uh, of non-reactivity into one of hyper-reactivity. I think the reason that many people don't trust their own immune systems is because they've been conditioned to not trust it. They've never been given the opportunity to actually get sick and recover without an allopathic intervention. And because when they do get sick, they're given acetaminophen, ibuprofen, antibiotics, antivirals. And guess what? When you put those things into somebody who's sick, you'll make them sicker. But the person that's sick may think that the illness that they had just got worse. They're not going to think that the drugs that they took, how, I can't convince people that the drugs that they've taken made them sicker and that they wouldn't have just gotten sicker anyway. It's very difficult because of the belief systems people have and what's on the shelves in the stores and what's being advertised on television, helping them with the beautiful pictures and the healthy people that are used in these ads. And then you have a doctor standing there with a degree. Okay, so that makes a lot of sense. And she talks about that uh, at length. Uh, that actually is also found in the video that I posted uh, just last night concerning the uh, doctor who came out and talked about uh, how the AIDS epidemic was really not an epidemic at all and that it was one of that that was perpetrated against humanity uh, to push a drug called AZT that was actually the drug that was uh, harming people and people did not know that AZT was deadly, uh, but uh, the drug was, I think this, uh, he went all the way back to 1940s and said that the drug was one of the drugs that they use 
when it came down to um, um, the the way they treat uh, uh, what is it cancer and so uh, it's uh, one of the cocktails that they come up with to give you chemotherapy which is another uh, ball of wax you know when you think about all of the the kind of drugs that they use the drugs actually outweigh that the the harm that the drug does is actually greater than the benefit and so we have come up in a culture where we are willing to accept the risk of what man has concocted in some laboratory and we are allowing them to inject us to uh, uh, medicate us with drugs that actually could make our conditions much worse and I will use the word could because again I'm not a doctor and I'm not um, this is only for uh, your entertainment but I do want you to know that uh, as we view some of these things, these have very serious um, repercussions if, if they're true. So here's the thing that I'm looking at here uh, when it comes down to it. Is the mark of the beast the ultimate rejection of God? Is that, is that actually what it is? This is the ultimate rejection of God that is going to be brought um, to full fusion, that at that particular time when the mark of the beast comes, the Bible says that it's going to be a great day, a great falling away, uh, just preceding the uh, the Antichrist. So when the Antichrist comes, there will be a great falling away. Well, what caused that great falling away? What was the thing that actually uh, would cause it to happen? And you have to know that the thing that would cause it to happen would actually be uh, the fact that people have actually decided that God is irrelevant, that God did not create them, that they were not created in his image, that, um, that somehow man is going to become his own savior and uh, he's going to turn to the ultimate man worship so uh, basically the antichrist is uh, a form of man worship you know that's what he is because that he's known by the number 666 and man of course was created on the uh, sixth day of creation you know so uh, on the sixth day of creation mankind was created so the ultimate 666 or the superman <clears throat> will be the ultimate turning away from god to man worship and what we're seeing with the mask and all of these kinds of things is really just that we are seeing people actually turning away from the wisdom of god and turning to their own devices and this is something that uh, is very very deadly uh, it is going to be something that's going to be totally unforgivable when the fact that God has actually made us in his image he's he's created us uh, so that we would be uh, for his glory that we would give him glory in all that we do and say and it's very important that we understand that uh, if we are giving glory to man and we are glorifying man by wearing the mask, by uh, taking his vaccines, by 
uh, turning to his medicine, which is actually making us sicker, uh, then we are, that is going to be what I believe is the great falling away. But this gentleman had uh, something to say about that. Let's hear what he has to say. The verse here goes on to say, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. That day, in other words, the second coming of Christ is not going to come until you see a great falling away, and that man of sin, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that he is worshipped, so that he, as God, sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he's God, or putting himself ahead of God. Okay, and so that's exactly what uh, the ultimate over-medicated, over-reactive kind of uh, society that uh, is happening right now is, is doing. We are... We are putting man above God. And so the ultimate man of sin will actually just, he'll be a person that's just going to come on the scene and he's going to say, you know, hey, there is no uh, God there, you know, or, you know, if, if there is a God, you need to reject him and accept uh, my way over all other ways. And this is going to be uh, ultimately what will happen. And so.